This is quite a day, huh? Big, big, big day. November 3rd, 2020. Big month. A lot riding on this, wouldn't you say? Ethics, the environment, healthcare, climate change, nutrition, farm bill, worker safety, smoothie recipes. I'm talking about World Vegan Month. What are you talking about? Hello, Veg Heads. You're listening to Veg Your Best, the plant-based podcast. My name is Michelle Olander. I'm a certified life coach, a practicing vegan, and I'm here to try and convince you to show up, eat more plants, and not wait a single second longer to set an impossible goal, whatever that is for you. Episode 9, where we ask, what are you talking about? Today, let's talk about how to talk to people, how to talk with people, how to handle when people talk to you, how to disagree with someone. I have to tell you all, I'm going to be honest, I'm not always amazing at it. Most of you are probably not always amazing at it either. How many of you are not good at disagreeing without getting mad or super judgy? Okay, hands down, too many to count. So I thought this is what we would talk about today. How can we have a conversation with someone and completely disagree about something and still love each other or still like each other, still respect each other? Because you don't have to get mad. Did you know that? Why do we have such a hard time disagreeing with other people and staying calm? Why do we feel like either the other person should agree with us or we eliminate the person, cancel them, unfriend them, block them, mute them, hide them? I mean, it's really everywhere, right? You guys can see this everywhere. Have there ever been so many wrong people? I don't know why I'm thinking about this today, right? Tuesday, November 3rd? It's election day, but that's something most of us agree on, right? What a bunch of us didn't realize, maybe, is that November is World Vegan Month. And occasionally, vegans, vegetarians, flexitarians, keto folks, paleo folks, whole food, plant-based, no oil folks, well, we can all get our dinner napkins in a twist. Food wars. Apparently... How we eat, what we eat, is something that can really, should I say it, trigger us, trigger outrage, condescension, judgment, sadness, derision, hostile amusement, yelling, yelling like, what are you talking about? So I want you to think about the last time you had a conversation with someone where they had an utterly different opinion than you. And you didn't try to change their mind. 
Pick a topic on any topic. Try to really remember that situation. A time that you were not invested in having them see it your way. You just let them have their opinion. And maybe you shared your opinion too, but you just let it be what it is. Let's start with a benign example. Pizza toppings. Well, maybe not pizza toppings. Never mind. There are unquestionably right and wrong opinions on the subject of pizza toppings. Maybe board games. Okay. Well, I'm feeling a little triggered here too. Board games. I like Clue and I don't like Monopoly. Hmm, Yahtzee, you say. Okay. Scrabble. Risk. Get a life. So we might disagree about board games, but we can probably do that in a way where nobody really loses it. We might raise our voices in our family and be like, what? Trivial Pursuit Star Wars Classic Trilogy Collector's Edition? You are crazy. But almost nobody is really mad that we have different ideas about board games. In fact, we may even love that there are a variety of opinions on some topics. Best movies, best rock and roll guitarists, best college a cappella group, best movie James Bond. Again, there are, in my opinion, right and wrong answers to each of these questions. But we allow ourselves to disagree on certain things like that. And we typically just move we move right along in the world and we all still love each other, even though we disagree. But when it comes to some other topics, we have a much harder time. Thank goodness politics isn't one of those areas. But food, food, diets, nutrition, animal agriculture, climate change, yikes. Why does it matter to you how others eat? And worse, why does it matter to you what other people think of the way you eat? It's really important to answer that question. Why does it matter? So what? That's one of the coaching questions I had a lot of trouble getting used to. So what? If I notice that I bristle when my coach says, so what, about something I've said, that means I've got some thoughts I'm very in love with that I'm not willing to give up right now. So notice, notice what it is about other people's opinions that can sometimes upset you so much. You eat plant-based and your husband says, what's this, a new fad? You give up cheese and your sister-in-law says, your bones are going to crumble to dust now. So what? What are you believing that makes it hard for you to hear someone's idea about what they believe. And do you want to be someone who needs to eliminate another person's opinions so you don't feel angry or upset or annoyed? Now, if you think about a moral issue, say, or an ethical issue, and say somebody brings up something that you just morally and ethically do not agree with, you think they're wrong. You actually think their opinion is wrong. And when others hear that or feel that from you, they feel open and ready to learn from you, right? No? 
Instead of allowing other people to speak and hearing where they're coming from and understanding their ideas, some of us have a tendency to shut them down or ignore them or argue either out loud or judge and ridicule them in our heads or behind their backs. You know, I am not everyone's cup of green tea in the vegan plant-based space because I teach, I coach, according to the idea of vegging your best, veg your best. And I 100% get why that offends some people. And it took me quite a while to get brave enough to go public with my coaching program. Some people think I'm judging them for eating and using animal products, that I am looking down on their choices as unhealthy, unethical, and unsustainable. Others think that I'm not serious, that I'm a moral relativist and insufficiently political. Can you be a little bit of a murderer, they ask? I get it. Still others think that this is an example of a white privilege space. Imagine, they think, you're so affluent you can afford to eat absolutely anything and you make restrictive eating a virtue signal in some kind of an example of reverse snobbery. Veganism as status symbol. I get that too. And I think all those sides all have a point. There may be more sides that object to what I do, but those are the ones I hear from most often. And I think it's very well intended. And if I'm defensive or angry or hating the haters, I can't fully take in their ideas. If I end up judging the judgers, I just lose sight of the fact that I'm doing it too. Sometimes we think it's hard to be with someone who doesn't share our same values, morals, ethics, and thoughts. Why is it so hard for us to hear those things that are contrary to what we believe? Why? Because we think we're right. Or we know we're right. Or we know what we believe. You know, in coaching, when I'm coaching someone, I get a lot of practice reminding myself that what I think is irrelevant. My opinion is irrelevant. Meaning my opinion when I'm coaching someone, my ideas about what, what should or shouldn't be done in their world, well, those ideas are not for them. They're for me, only for me. My thoughts for me, their thoughts for them. And my job is only to help them see their own mind and help them understand where they might be coming from. And I can offer them different thoughts they may want to consider thinking. I may ask them if they like the thoughts they're thinking. But ultimately, what they do and what they want to do and what's true for them is for them to discover and change if they want to. Not for me ever to force or persuade or have an opinion, or be upset. I can disagree with someone on something and still stay with them when I'm coaching. 
I don't have to storm off. I can't storm off. That's not what I'm there for. I don't have to block them. Unless perhaps you're telling me that Roger Moore was the best James Bond. Deal breaker. But my teacher, Brooke Castillo, says that when someone believes something that seems wrong to us or seems ignorant, the most important thing is to ask all about it. Ask why. What do you mean? What's the evidence that you think is important here? And what makes that important for you? So sometimes I hear things and I'll change my mind and I'll agree with someone. And sometimes I won't. But I will at least understand them more. And I might even understand my own thoughts and my own reasons better. Which is a big win, I think. Often we end up hating people that disagree with us without even realizing it because we feel so justified in our opinions. I didn't commit to eliminating animal products from my diet until I was in my 50s. My 50s. I don't stand in judgment of people who still eat animals. I just try to encourage them to move in the direction of veganism, in the direction of a whole food plant-based lifestyle. In my view, there are a growing number of people who do veganism or whole food plant-based eating pretty perfectly, and they don't need me. They don't need my voice. I show up here to try and help a significantly larger group of people practice not eating animal products. And I encourage them to feel free to practice imperfectly if that helps. What's that phrase, that slogan? We don't need a handful of people eating vegan perfectly. We need millions of people doing it imperfectly to make a real difference. For me, the more practice I got being imperfect, the easier it got for me to get rid of eating animals. Hating someone isn't going to serve you or me in any way. Understanding might. Understanding might allow you to learn something new. Understanding might allow me to feel even more committed to the way I already believe. Understanding might allow you to have more influence and make a better case for your beliefs. I know for sure that if you want to take disagreements about animal agriculture and turn them into food fights where we end up disconnecting from one another and not learning from one another, it doesn't help much. It doesn't help anyone really learn more about the ethics involved or the health impacts, the sustainability issues involved. We all have varying ideas and varying experiences that have led us to those ideas. I didn't believe and think the way I do now 10 years ago. Was I evil then and good now? Was I normal then and a tree-hugging snowflake kook now? There are a lot of labels out there for people. Shorthand ways that I think are actually intended to diminish the one being labeled but instead, I think they really limit 
and diminish the one who's using the label because it's just too easy. It doesn't take any thought. It's just kind of a way of of sorting people, us and them. You can think any thought you want. You can believe any belief you want. Wouldn't you kind of like to know why someone doesn't believe what you do? Isn't that actually fascinating? We think the truth exists somewhere outside of us. We think there's this truth that is separate from our decision that something's true, separate from our thought that something's true. And when we think we have some special relationship with the truth that other people don't have, or we think we have an intelligence to understand what is true that someone else doesn't have, we can be creating a very ugly space. And we create it for ourselves, not the people we're judging. So we feel justified in disagreeing and disconnecting. That's our prerogative. But make sure you own that. Make sure you're conscious of it. My teacher explains it like this. Feeling like you have some corner on what's true in the world because you believe it so hard because of your experience and your education does not make something independently true of your brain. It's always just your opinion. It's always just what you believe. And other people have equally strong feelings about what they believe. And a really good time is bringing those disagreements together and letting them be together without having to try and fix them or bring someone to the other side. Does that sound like a really good time to you? I mean, I guess it could be. I guess it should be. What if you listening and allowing someone to truly say his or her thoughts, what if that actually created a space where they felt safe, where they felt respected, heard? They might even show you the same courtesy. Maybe not. But how do you want to show up? How do you want to demonstrate your beliefs and commitments and ethics? Can you know what you believe and like your reasons for believing it and understand why you believe what you do without thinking it's the only truth? People think they believe what they believe because they're right. And I would say, hmm, You believe what you believe because of your history, your experience, your education, your culture, and the decisions about what you want to believe. Not because you are intrinsically a better person or someone else is a worse person. This is an especially important time to remember this. Do you agree? November 2020. World Vegan Month. As I like to say sometimes, there is no international vegan policing authority. There is no one who will really know whether you are eating 100% whole food, plant-based or not. Ultimately, this decision is yours alone. And if it's a way you want to eat, 
if it's a way you want to live, it doesn't matter what other people are talking about, does it? You don't really need others to agree with you or support you. How about you just show them how it's done? Who are these people that you want to be admired by? Aren't they the same ones whom you used to call crazy? Well then, do you want to be admired by madmen? Epictetus from his discourses. Did you think we could get through to the end without a little stoic wisdom? And here's one more VegHeads, Marcus Aurelius. It never ceases to amaze me. We all love ourselves more than other people, but we care about their opinions more than our own. Marcus Aurelius from his meditations. So we've got our work cut out for us this month, VegHeads. No matter how November goes, we are still in charge of our own thoughts and living up to our own ethics. We will be doing some challenges and special posts and maybe a few other fun things at Veg Your Best on Instagram and on Facebook in honor of World Vegan Month. So keep checking in. How do you think you want to embrace a little extra vegan consciousness into your days this month? Or if you're listening in the future, that is so cool. You're in the future and you're listening to me in the past, which is actually my present. And that is the topic for next week, future you. If you're curious how doing this work with a coach might help you with your plant-based goals, email me or sign up for a free 45-minute phone call or a Zoom call. The link is in the show notes. Together, let's see if we can get you going on your way to whatever goal you've got. If communicating your thoughts about eating plant-based is giving you trouble, or if you're annoyed about what others are saying about the way you want to eat, I've got you. Let's talk about it. Veg Your Best podcast production, music, and editing by Charlie Weinshank. Thanks, Charlie. Before you go, it would mean so much to me and the Veg Your Best team if you would hit subscribe, leave us a five-star review, or share with someone you think might be interested. Something about algorithms, it helps bump us up a little in the rankings, and that's the best way to help others find the podcast and for us to find our audience. So until next week, make it easy and veg your best.